0: Welcome along, a Sally Lucas, and it's always nice to have dreams and travel dreams are of the best sort.
1: They are, and even if you're reminiscing about some of your past journeys, I think now is a lovely time to reflect and you might have forgotten about something you did somewhere a few years back and you drag those pictures out and have another look and you think, oh my God, I really did do that. And I think that's yes. something you can do now even if we're not physically travelling, you can, you can explore what you've done and look forward to what you're going to do next.
0: Absolutely. So you, you, because it's spring, you want to bring us up to date with how it's celebrated in various places.
1: Well, spring has sprung, as they say, and of course, everyone loves that coming out of winter with the lighter, brighter days when people love the change in in all the blossoms and just the the change in your atmosphere, the cool morning still. And it's a bit up and down spring still. You have your really warm days like we're having, and then you can have your cooler days. But it's all about uh, symbolizing, as they say, abundance, fertility and rebirth. And so I just thought there's a few different places in the world that celebrate in a different way. Um, and one of them was I was looking up was Bulgaria. Uh, Jane, I will apologise in advance for any pronunciations here, okay?
0: <laughs> All <good>. So please, <laughs> listeners,
1: if you're from Bulgaria, any of the countries I'm going to talk about, I do apologise. But in Bulgaria and neighbouring countries, they twine red and white ribbons into bracelets called Martinitsi to offer as gifts, usually from the day of what they call Baba Mata or Grandmother in March. So that's something interesting that they do and they wrap them around their wrists or pin them to their clothes until they see the first blossom on a tree and or if they see a swallow or a stalk and then they untie their martinizi and attach them to the shrub or the tree to provide the plant with health and abundance. Oh, and what a lovely thing sweet, to do. Yeah. Isn't that sweet? Um, and in Croatia, girl power rules in the spring procession of queens performed in Gurdjani in northeast Croatia and each year 10 young girls as which means kings, wearing men's hats and sabers, and accompanied by five krauzicci, who are queens, wearing garlands or white flowers in their hair, and they go from door to door performing songs and folk dances. So that's something really interesting as well. And it's so, do you think some, they
0: get paid in sweets?
1: Okay, well, it doesn't well, say actually. But then the following day, they visit a village and the whole community comes together to feast.
0: So oh. it's
1: sort of a, over a two-day period that they do this. Um, And then in, for example, Turkey, it's believed that a meeting between two prophets called Hizya and Ilyas marks the start of spring with their names combining to form Hidirelis, which is the celebration of the awakening of nature. And people clean their homes until they shine in anticipation from a visit from one of these prophets because he's believed to bring blessings and abundance, but he avoids dirty houses.
0: Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> sort of like a spring cleaning, in fact.
1: Yes, maybe that's where that came from. Yeah, it could well be. A new and then then the next day they all eat with family and friends to ensure that, that they'll be in their lives throughout the coming year. And then they write wishes on a piece of the paper and throw them into running water so their fate will flow.
0: Oh, very nice. So, some <laughs> great traditions there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think we... South to celebrate it with, we used to say, with the wattle, but of course, you have got wattle here that uh, blooms in winter. Yes. But then again, you do get a profusion of it with all your jasmines, etc., coming out in spring as well. So we always know when it's here, don't we, Jane? It's Absolutely. Just a different smell in the air, a different feel, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's fantastic. you really good. Now, you're also talking about the rare and remarkable that we can find in nature.
1: Yes. Well, here I go again with my pronunciation. Zhangye Danxia, National Geological Park in China, is nicknamed the Rainbow Mountains. And you may listen to the pictures of these. They are just absolutely rainbow-coloured mountains. It's just as Mother Nature might have hand-painted streaks of all these wonderful colours there. So that is something that is just absolutely incredible to see, these rock formations. And it's mainly during the Chinese summer, June to August, Um, when they say the weather is comfortable in that area, the summer rain makes the colours more vivid. So that's something interesting. And, of course, we've got the Aurora Borealis, of course, to the northern lights, as we know. That's just still phenomenon. But also down here, don't forget, we've got Aurora Australis, which are most visible from Kazi, New Zealand and Antarctica. And in the Maldives, we've got Vazu Island. And even though it's a stunning archipelago by daylight, when the sun sets, something extraordinary happens and the shore glistens with thousands of glowing lights, making the sea look more like a star-filled sky. And the reason for this is a bioluminescent plankton in the ocean, which glows when it's disturbed by oxygen. So when the waves crash onto the shore or you splash the water, the glow is especially bright. There's a few other places in the world where you can witness that wonder, which is in Hong Kong, the USA, Japan, Cambodia and Taiwan. So some really different ways of seeing these wonderful places that we forget are there, Jane. And in our own country, remember, we've got Lake Hillier, which is its bubblegum pink hue. It's a lake like no other. Where's that, so. That's in the Sher Sharp Archipelago. Yes. And it's located on an island called Middle Island, which is just down off the Esperance region in Western Australia. And it stays pink all year round. Mm-hmm. So even when you've got a scooped a glass of it, it's still pink. So it's not just on the top. And apparently it comes from a specific species of algae mixing with hypersaline water. And it's only accessible by boat or scenic flight, but it's just stunning if you see aerial shots of it. It's just this beautiful bright pink. Then you've got a stretch of verdant green where the trees are. Then this wonderful white sand you get down that Esprins region. Then the beautiful turquoise blue water. So to get an aerial shot of it is spectacular.
0: Sounds absolutely wonderful. There's so many wonderful, rare, and remarkable things. We'll have to put them on our bucket list, I think. Oh, look,
1: you get your bucket list going. At least, you know, that, that's going to give you something else to do as well and something to look forward to. You know, and there's lots of lovely trips being planned for 2022 and 23 And I hope when we come out of this that there's going to be lots of lovely combinations of land and sea variations of Tasmania and New Zealand and paddle wheel down the Murray combined with a train troop and some quite wonderful itineraries which we'll discuss in future Jane if you like that are are coming out at the moment which sound quite exciting.
0: Sounds great thank you for joining us with another dream or two today Sally.
1: That's not a problem Jane just loved it and I just hope everyone is enjoying the lovely spring weather and able to get out with their five friends and have a picnic.
0: Fantastic thank you Sally Lucas